Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we present best practices and principles to help you build your great life. This week, we talk about reframing, the moment between a stimulus and response where we can choose our attitude and our reaction. But first, we want to give you a shout out. There's a lot that you could be doing right now. You could be checking social media, listening to the radio, or watching Netflix. Instead, you are taking time to become better for those around you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. Before we talk about reframing, we wanted to first talk about resiliency and the, some of the lessons we've already covered. So first, we wanted to cover why the Air Force focuses so much on resiliency. It's so critical because it allows us to train our mind just like we train our bodies with physical exercise. And I've been thinking a lot about this recently, how it's so critical to be successful at anything we have to be able to focus, to be disciplined, and to be determined, to not give up when things get hard. And that's exactly what resiliency training can help us do. The resilience training in the Air Force is eight tools to help us be mentally, physically, and emotionally strong. And just like exercise, we can't use these tools just once a month. We have to develop habits and routines to become strong. We want them to just be muscle memory so when times get hard, we can rely on them for strength. But you'll notice as we go through these, a lot of these tools are, they'll sound like common sense because they are, but just because they're common sense doesn't mean they're common practice. I think in general, most of us, we know what we're supposed to do, but we just struggle to actually do it. And that's what these tools will help us do. And with reflection and practice and journaling, we can start to help ourselves build the bridge between what we know we should do and what we actually do. So hopefully these practices and principles can help us, especially now with the stress and uncertainty we're all facing. In the first lesson, we talked about how to become more resilient and more grateful. In the second lesson, we talked about how to define our values and set goals to live them. And in the third lesson, we covered how to focus on our strengths to improve our performance and our well-being. Today, we'll talk about reframing, the fourth lesson from the Air Force Resiliency Classes. I'm really excited to share this lesson because reframing is so applicable. It's something we can use every day to help ourselves feel better and to improve our performance. I think the reason I love it so much is because of something Shakespeare said. In Hamlet, Shakespeare said, there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And I love that advice and I think it's so true. And I think a lot of times we can, we can think of something that 
sounds horrible and how it's that must be a bad thing. And so I would maybe change the quote a little bit and say that there is nothing that is all good or all bad. There is always going to be some good that we can find in any situation. And a great example of that in the gratitude lesson, we talked about Orson Swindle. I won't share the whole story, but he's been such a powerful example to me that after being a prisoner of war in Vietnam for seven years, he said that if he could go back and make it so that it never happened, so that he wasn't captured, if he could have that time back with his family, he said that he wouldn't do it because those seven years made him into the man that he needed to be. And so if he can find the good in that situation and seven years of torture and captivity, if he can find the good in that situation, I think we can use reframing every day to find the good in the challenges and the battles that we're all fighting. And so to follow what we've been doing with the other lessons, we like to first talk about why should we do this tool or how is it going to help us? So we like to share some of the benefits in these lessons that are backed by science. So they've done studies, they've done journals, journal articles, and they've found that reframing in particular helps us to be aware that our thoughts about an event drive how we react. And when we understand that, then we can start to recognize the difference between our thoughts and our emotional and physical reactions. And reframing in general will help us to improve our performance to act based on our values, and to strengthen our relationships. The next part of the lesson talks about this myth that we all have, which is that an event happens in our life and it immediately leads to a reaction. So we all have an idea that there's a triggering event, some type of stimulus, that immediately and automatically leads to an emotional and physical reaction. So for example, if we're driving and somebody cuts us off, then we immediately start to sweat, we get frustrated, maybe say some words we don't mean, and we think that just automatically happens. Another example might be, for me at least, if I see something I love, I, something I love to eat, I think I might, I have to immediately go and eat some. So maybe it's Cheez-Its, maybe it's some amazing banana bread that Sarah just made, but that's not how our brains actually work. So in reality, it's not that an event immediately leads to a reaction. What happens is an event will occur and that will lead to thoughts, which then lead to our reaction. And I think the best way to understand this is one of my favorite quotes. It's from Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. He spent time in a concentration camp, and he was a psychiatrist. It's an incredible book, but I'll just share the quote for now. He said, Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So I love that message and that principle that there's a space where we can choose how we're going to act. We don't have to just be on autopilot in our life, but instead we can determine what we want to do. And this is so important because our brain's interpretation of an event will drive our physical and emotional reactions. 
not the event itself. So if, I'm, if we go back to somebody cutting us off in a car, if our brain's interpretation of that, and we're not saying that we have to lie down and say that that's okay or that everything is positive, as we talked about earlier, no event is all good or all bad. So we, but we can try to find the good or at least be charitable to someone else, give them a little bit of grace. And so with that example of someone cutting us off in the car, I think a great example of this was my brother when he was in Boston, the first time he, his wife was pregnant and she was going into labor, he was cutting people off. He was driving on the parts of the road you're not supposed to, but he had a purpose for it. And so if anyone's ever been to Boston, the people there aren't always the nicest. I love people in Boston. They're super passionate and loyal, but not always the most uh, kind, I guess you could say. So people were honking on their horn at him, frustrated, upset. I think at one point, his pregnant wife yelled out the window that she was having a baby and someone didn't even care. They just kept yelling and screaming. But if in that moment, instead of becoming frustrated and upset, if those people could have thought, Maybe they have a purpose for doing that. Maybe they have to be somewhere else. Maybe they're driving to the hospital to give birth or to be with their loved one for the last time, whatever it may be. So we can always try to find some good in a situation. And it's critical to remember that we don't just automatically react. We aren't just on autopilot. We can choose our thoughts, which will lead to our reaction. Reframing is a really powerful skill that we can use in any situation. It can also be really helpful as a way to reflect on our actions to see if they are helpful or produ productive or if they hurt us in a certain situation. So we can always ask ourselves to, uh, to better understand why we reacted in a certain way. We can ask ourselves, did our reaction interfere with our personal goals or our team's mission? Did our reaction undermine our values or what is most important to us? And finally, did our reaction hurt our relationships? So all these questions are just getting at the simple principle. Did our reaction in a certain situation help us or hurt us? And I know that sounds simple, but if it's hurting us, if we're becoming angry and frustrated, we want to try to reframe how we think about the event so that we can react in a way that is more helpful next time. We can also use this skill of reframing in the moment to slow down. We can take a deep breath and we can try to slow down that process and we can make sure that our thoughts are gonna lead to productive reactions. The activity for this skill to help us use it more in our life, to help it become muscle memory when we need it most, is to select an event that we didn't handle well. It should be something that's recent and memorable. And then we want to describe the event to ourselves, whether it's in our journal, out loud, whatever is helpful for you. Then we want to record our thoughts and our reactions to those thoughts. So what were we thinking about and what did that make us feel? And then we want to ask ourselves, did my reactions help or hurt my mission or performance? 
And if they were negative, if it hurt us, how can we reframe the event? And then we want to think about other ways that we can use this in our personal and professional lives. So in closing, to summarize this skill, reframing helps us to identify our thoughts that will drive our reactions, and it will help us to reframe them to ensure that we have a productive reaction. So it's helping us to not be on autopilot, to be in charge of our life, and to take control, to say that we want to act according to our values, and we want to focus on what matters most. And that's exactly what reframing can help us do, so that we can find the good in any situation. In closing, we hope reframing, the moment between a stimulus and response, where we can choose our attitude and our reaction, can help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. And thank you for listening. We know your time is super valuable, and it means a lot that you're here. We'll see you next week. Until then, take care of yourself, take care of others, and build your great life.